Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry noticed by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. It's Debbie Gilbert from the Business Awards Show, and I'm also the founder of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Pippa Birch from Pipstar Solutions. She owns a bid writing company, and she's going to be telling us all about her business and her awards journey over the past 10 years since she started her business. So welcome, Pippa. Hello, Debbie. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. So the last time we met was a few weeks ago at the Gala Awards Night for the Best Business Women Awards when you picked up a gold award for Business Services 2022 and you also picked up some silver awards, three silver awards in total plus the gold. So what a night that was. It was incredible, Debbie. I wasn't expecting to win. I was obviously thrilled to be shortlisted because I believe I was the only company to be shortlisted for four awards. That's right. And and knowing how big the awards are now and knowing what the competition was like, it's it's uh, it's brilliant. It's just it's oh. brilliant to be shortlisted for that many. So then to get the gold as well, I was yeah. absolutely great. yeah, gobsmacked. gobsmacked. <laughs> It was a great night. So, so Pippa, tell us about your business journey. You started your business back in 2012. And tell us a bit about what you do. Um, so uh, Pipsa Solutions is a bid writing company. I have been a bid writer for 20 years um, in the highways and civil engineering space. And um, towards, so about 11, 12 years ago, um, I was the only person working in the Southwest. They used to send me freelancers. And they weren't doing the job that I thought they should be doing. Uh, they were very expensive. The, the the output wasn't great. So I thought there had to be a better way of doing that. There had to be a more cost effective way of a good writer going into a company. So um, it took me about 18 months um, to make the leap. Um, and Pipsa Solutions was born. So it's just me. Um, and I and I my. My selling point has always been I'm not a parachute bid writer. I don't if you have a bid or a tender, a public bid or tender come in, I'm not just going to drop in, write it and disappear um, and never speak to you again. My idea was always that I would become a part of the team. I'd get to know the staff. We would do more and more together and build that kind of uh, uh, rapport and bid library. And, and when I was writing bids, I was writing them with kind of that company in my heart because we were a team. So which is fine. Uh, I, I walked out of my salary job on the Friday into my first job on the Monday and I didn't look back. Um, I about three years into it, I thought I'd better do a bit of professional development. So I joined the APMP, which is the Association of Proposal Management um, Professionals. And I took my certifications. Um, a couple of years later, I got my professional certification. At the time, there were only 200 of us in the world that had that. Um, so that was brilliant. And then COVID hit. So um, which actually 
didn't affect me. In fact, it made things busier for me. And I was one of the really lucky ones because I know a lot of people weren't. Mm. Um, but certainly in highways and civil engineering, the procurement didn't really stop. It slowed down a bit. Um, it did force a lot of management back into their offices to think, gosh, what are we going to do when all this is over? Mm. So they started to want to bid for more. Uh, my existing company, uh, my existing customers were getting me to write COVID letters for their staff so that they could go out and, and, and build the roads. Um, I used to ring people on furlough for them just to see how they were because I had that sort of a relationship with them. But of course, we had nothing else going on at the time. So um, we didn't do anything of a weekend or of an evening. We couldn't go anywhere. So I ended up saying yes to more work until kind of towards the end of that summer I was working seven days a week and it was starting to take its toll and I thought this can't go on um so I had a long chat with with my partner because he's a bit of a business whiz as well um and he did some we did some calculations together and worked out actually I could take on a member of staff um and it took me a long time to make that decision and even the week before I put the advert out I was telling my um you know, professional colleagues. Now I don't want staff. I, I didn't get into this to be a, a manager of staff. I love bid writing. I love helping businesses win work. I, I don't want to dilute that by having to manage people. But I was still having the phone calls and I was still getting more work in. So I said, OK, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, I'll go for one bid writer. Um, and then I sneezed and now there's seven of us. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I took on Hannah. She was just the right fit for the job. Um, I'm really sorry. Um, and um, and also at the same time, I took on our Katie because she had chosen bidding as a career. And I thought, great, we can give her a great start at the beginning of her bidding career. So um, I had two all of a sudden and it kind of snowballed from there. Um, I have a habit of 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 um, when I when I look for people. I can never decide between them if they're all really amazing people. So we did a we did an HR internship um, the summer before last um, with some HR students, graduates, just to, to sort our employee um, handbook and things out. And there were three incredible women that came forward for that. So we had all three <laughs> and then we had a great summer with them. So, um, yes. It's and it's and it's grown from there. And there are seven of us now. We've got our 80, 90 clients and they're they're still coming and and um we get calls every day, as you can hear. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is most of your work coming via word of mouth then now? The, ma- the majority does, yeah. The majority is word of mouth. I'm I'm personally well known in the highways industry because I got involved in um, the Institute of Asphalt Technology. A lot of, I mean, a good proportion of the asphalt surfacing industry know me. Um, and who I, knew I, there was an asphalt industry? I know, I know. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? That is um, mad. <laughs> yeah, they know me, so they know who to call. Um, and word of mouth. I've I have got a lot of LinkedIn contacts. We're quite savvy with LinkedIn these days, um, particularly since the GIA came on board and we had a focused social media strategy. And um, so we have a lot of other sectors contact us. So we do sector hop a bit. But we know highways, you know, we, 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 we understand the subject, we understand the people and that's where we get most of our success. So. so when you say you write bids, what do you mean by that for people who are listening to this that are a bit like, hmm, what does she OK, does she in do? very simple terms, mm. um, the, uh, we, we write public sector bids. So okay. anything that comes out from a local authority, the government, national highways, transport for London, those sorts of people. 
if they um, we do frameworks and spot schemes so there are frameworks out there for maintaining the roads mm -hmm. so they can they can last four years um, so every four years they will come out with a tender to get to be part of that framework mm -hmm. um, and in those instances there are a set of questions you, you have to price them but there's a set of questions so there are things like you know who's your management going team going to be um, why them uh, how are you going to save carbon how are you going to deal with the public how are you going to um, a lot there's 10% of it now is social value so how are you going to deliver social value for the council things like that mm -hmm. and what we do is we help our clients to write those compelling stories so we look at the evaluation criteria how to score well mm -hmm. and then we make sure that the response um in words is is able to reach those high um, evaluation criteria um, answers the question that's a biggie a lot of people don't actually know how to answer a question um, we do that through the structure of our answers against the evaluation criteria we make them look pretty because obviously they need to look they need to look nice they need to look well to the eye if you send them a big mess then it's going to be hard for them to uh, market um, so that's what we do mainly if spot schemes and things like a motorway we would write specifically for that scheme so I think we've got a couple of uh, major highway schemes on in the Midlands at the moment so not only do we write about how we're going to save carbon and do the social value on those schemes but we'll research the local community and who we would have to be dealing with how we would communicate with them um, things like that and the technical side so how we're going to build it what traffic management we're going to put on um, all those sorts of things mm. um, and that's what we do on the writing side and that's the main part of it um, but we do we manage portals. So a lot of these things are on portals now, which are an absolute bane of everyone's lives. Well, we do so many of them. We find it quite easy. Mm. So we can take that pain away. Um, I do quite because I've been doing it a long time. I do quite a bit of reviewing now. So people will send me their their bid submissions kind of a week before they're due in. And I'll spend a day reading them and seeing if they answer the question. I love doing that because when you're outside of the writing and outside of the bid, you can really see whether it hits the criteria. Mm -hmm. um, I do a bit of that. We do some we do some consulting. So we'll go in and we'll look at current bid practices, bid libraries, you know, where, what they've scored up until now and how they can make it better. Brilliant. We graphic, yeah, we do a bit of graphic work. Um, so Gia's been doing a little copywriting for one of our clients. So she's been doing their social media strategy for them. Um, but as I say, it's mainly been, yeah, been mainly bid writing. writing. So what was the thought process when you entered the first award? And what was the first one you ever entered? Tell us a bit about that. The first one I ever entered was before I had staff, actually. And it was a local Wiltshire Business Awards. And I've been doing it for six years. And I thought, oh, I'm quite pleased with how it's gone. It's, you know, I have to fight for holidays because um, I was that that busy and 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 it was just working well people come back and, and and it was great and I thought well I'll, I'll have a go so um I I applied for the business Wiltshire awards not really thinking I'd get anywhere um and I got shortlisted um and I went to a lovely awards event that's where I met Denise O'Leary um and I also um I also entered the FSB Southwest awards at the same time because if you're going to enter one you may as well enter two and I got shortlisted for that as well and I felt I felt really validated because I was I was sat on tables with people that had proper businesses because when I was a freelancer, I didn't feel like I had a proper business. Um, so to be recognised in that way was was lovely. 
So you went from obviously these local awards and then you were, we, we had a little chat before the call today and then you, you looked at um, industry specific awards as well as best business women awards. So what was the thought process behind that? So this year, Pips to turn 10. Um, I've done a lot of work with our professional institution, the bidding professional. So it's uh, Association of Proposal Management Professionals. And I thought I want to celebrate the company, but I also want to celebrate what I've achieved in my profession um, over the last few years. And um, so we entered a contribution to the profession um, and we entered a similar business services one. So best supplier, mm-hmm. um, which we were shortlisted for as well, which was amazing. Um, and so it was it was twofold. It was to be recognized as a, as a business in the wider sense. So so the Women in Business Awards has a much larger pool of, of, of people that apply um, and it's national recognition. And from a business sense, that was brilliant. But then from a personal sense, the whole contribution to the profession within my profession it's been lovely to be recognized Mm, definitely definitely and last year you were a silver winner in the Mm. best business women awards Mm. now often people get very upset they don't win the gold and they don't come back and they don't re-enter but lots of people do and then they like you they go on to win the following year so how did you feel and did you come back with a bit of a fighting spirit was what was the thoughts um I we entered that one because we had a new team and I thought and forgive me about this but the original thing I thought let's let's get the girls to see what we've done see what we stand for and actually write it down because I find with awards it really makes you focus on your achievements and what you've done Mm -hmm. so uh, originally it was I knew about the best women in business awards I'd seen previous winners I thought that's amazing I'm never going to win that. Um, And I thought, you know what, let's get let's get my new team together. Let's get them thinking about what we stand for, thinking about what we're achieving and put it into an awards package. So I was never expecting to win that first year. There were only four of us and we all came to the awards and we all had an amazing night. And we just we just felt really pleased with ourselves that we, we could do that on a national stage um, and and celebrate what we'd done. Um, And then and then. I thought that was it. I thought that was it. And then it came up again. And I thought, oh, there's more of us now. And we've done so much over the last year. <laughs> and oh, should I just give it another go? So <laughs> that's what happened. And then obviously I got shortlisted before and won Best, best Business Services, which was no. incredible. Incredible because you, you won the business services and you were shortlisted for customer service. Uh, really best best boss, best, best business boss. and most inspiring. Yeah. So, and those won you the silvers. Because I think, you know, you've now got that validation as well of being good customer service, best boss. I mean, those things as well are really, really good to be known for that. So that validation and the best boss one is amazing because I didn't touch that one. You know, that was that that was was, I I don't write my own best boss application. Nominated. Yeah. (laughs) And and we don't let anybody touch it. It has to come from the team, which is nice. And I know that your team were really singing your praises in their nominations, which is lovely. They're so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what's the sort of plans going forward with, with awards? Will you just continue to look at things each year and see what's appropriate for your business? I think so. I think um, this year was definitely about celebrating the 10 years and everything we've done mm. up to this point. So from a business strategy point of view, now we're looking forward and what we're going to try and achieve over the next five to 10 years. 
Um, whether we enter any awards in the next year, I'm not sure. I think mm -hmm. maybe we need to put some things into practice and start to build build what we've got again. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, I'm always looking, though, because there's so yeah. many awards out there. I know. <laughs> um, there are so many awards out there. Um, and and ugh, some people poo-poo awards. Mm. Um, you've probably heard it yourselves. Mm. Oh. Um, people <laughs> say, oh, there's so many of them. Why bother? You know, you know you've just got to pay the money. It's not like that at mm. all. Um, you really have to think about your strategy. You really have to put time and effort into those award, award submissions. Mm. And um, yes, we write bids, but it's very hard. We, we can write about other people until we're blue in the face. <laughs> but when we start writing about ourselves, we actually find it really difficult mm. because we're not used to singing our own praises. I never mention my clients in any of my social media marketing. It's not about, mm. you know, it. it, it I, you know if they win something I don't I don't kind of put out there oh such and such has won this and we wrote it it's it's, mm -hmm. it's for them to shout about um so we're, we're quite although we speak a lot on social media about what we're up to you know the the, the soft side of things um we're not we're not very good at you know not it's not very good I choose not to put my clients names in so to go for the awards and to really talk about ourselves and our achievements and how good we are because I know we're brilliant because we win so much for our clients <laughs> but when you start talking about it like that it feels like a bit of an ego trip so you have to kind of switch off that humbleness and you have to say no you know we've done mm. this people need to know you know, we don't put the client names out, but um, we're good at what we do and we deserve this award. Exactly. And it is about stepping back, assessing your achievements mm -hmm. and making sure you don't leave anything out. Because sometimes mm -hmm. it's one or two things that you leave out, which can cost you the gold award mm -hmm. occasionally. Mm -hmm. So we like to sort of end our chat with some business tips because, you know, okay. you've been in business for 10 years, which is a hell of a long time. Um <laughs> What would be if, you, if somebody said to you, give me a business tip, what would be your one of your top tips that you could share? Uh, my first top tip is get a good accountant. Ah, yeah, good one. Um, I I hate the financial management of the business. <laughs> I'm a words lady, not a numbers lady. But e even that right at the beginning, I went, I don't I, you know, I don't do numbers on a daily basis I don't understand well I do now but at the time I don't understand the tax system I don't know how to do you know how to do my returns my personal returns my company returns and things like that let's go to an expert mm. um and that would be my top tip because I I sat down with somebody in person uh, that was that on the back of that tip always pick I in my opinion always pick an accountant that's down the road that you can sit and have a cup of coffee mm. with um, I have tried kind of firms that are in London and that we do it remotely and it doesn't work for me um, because I need somebody to understand. You need an accountant to understand you and your pain points and what what you need from them. Mm. Um, and I do that once a year with my my accountant. She actually lives in the next village, which is amazing. Mm. Um, but it takes it, it means that you're not spending time worrying about the things that you're not good mm. at. You might be good at them, but your business is about something else. So. Um, your business is about your passion and your service. That's what you want to be putting your time into. Get yeah, the experts yeah. in to do all those peripheral things that are boring and not your business. <laughs> Good advice. Anything else? Oh, um, be very clear about what makes you different. Mm. Um, you know, there are loads of tendering companies out there, but they don't do what we do. 
Mm. Um, they don't sell what we do. Um, and we've been, I've been very, even when I was working on my own, I was very clear that I was not going to be a parachute bid writer. I was not going to just come in, write a response and never speak to you again. I was going to, you know, be the person that put the kettle on when things get tough, that would speak to members of your staff as peers, not as kind of people that are just giving me information and build those long term relationships so that we can win together and grow the business. And it's worked so far. So, well, clearly. So congratulations again. And I know the business is going to continue to grow and grow from strength to strength with you at the helm. Thank you. We shall be watching your rewards journey because I'm sure there'll be more trophies coming your way. One day, maybe. (laughs) I'm still basking in the glory of these. (laughs) So thank you for joining me today, Pippa. We will be leaving Pippa's details in the show notes and also onto the comments on our YouTube video. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. And we hope you'll listen to another episode of the Business Awards show very soon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.